Welcome to the In Tune Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Miller, and I am on a mission to inspire women to step out on faith and get completely in alignment with their purpose in this world. This podcast is meant to motivate women to overcome any limiting beliefs that are stopping them from standing in their power and achieving the goal or desire that has been put on their hearts. I am a woman of God, a wife, a new mom, and a mindset coach. I believe in James 1.3. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. In this podcast, you'll hear stories from myself and other amazing women who decided to take a leap of faith, build their endurance, and get more in tune in order to become the woman they were created to be. We'll open up dialogue around healing past traumas, motherhood, to the entrepreneurial journey, and much more. So if you're ready to get your life together and more in tuned, then stick around for today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast episode. This episode is going to be kind of a reflection because honestly, the past few weeks, I have shared with you guys on this podcast that I've just been feeling off, right? And I didn't know what was going on. And so I've obviously openly shared as well that I have been in therapy and just starting that whole entire journey of just figuring out what was going on deep down that was stopping me from showing up in my business, showing up online and just like showing up, right? I just felt this sense of just like overwhelm all the time and I didn't know why. And so that was one of the big reasons why I decided that I wanted to get into therapy was because I just felt so much resistance and I just knew that something needed to change and that there was something deeper within, right? And so with that, with therapy and just having all these different conversations, I've been doing a lot of inner child work and just seeing that like, wow, I have been neglecting the innermost important person. And that is me and the different versions of me from all of life. And the thing is, is that we have this inner child that is screaming for our attention that is the person who is showing up when we feel fear when we feel doubt when we feel anxiety there's all these different things that um from past traumas or anything that we've been through that hasn't been uncovered so I've been really sitting here and like spending time with that 11 year old version of myself that 10 year old that five-year-old like there's been some things in my life that like I remember five years old was when we had a house fire that I was in. Like that is a huge traumatic experience. And that little Chanel has shown up in my business and in my life when I'm just fearful and worried about a lot of things going on around. So that was kind of like why I started therapy and all that. And obviously this podcast is pretty therapeutic for me as well, but I have just been like getting back into my spiritual walk with God because I'm like, Yes, I can go to therapy, but I also need to be grounded and I need my higher power to help guide me as well. Because at the end of the day, I only have an hour a week with this therapist. Like the rest of the time I'm with me and my own thoughts. So I need to figure out how I can be at peace and continue to move forward with grace and love and compassion and all those different things, because I have not been giving that to myself at all. And so I have just been like, okay, God, I don't know why I feel this way. I'm having these good conversations. I'm having these breakthroughs, but I'm still just feeling 
off. Like, I just don't understand why. And I just have been praying about it. And I'm like, okay, I'm putting it in your hands and you just lead me in the direction of where I need to go next. And so I, it's funny because I had been listening to this podcast. So I listened to a ton of different like business podcasts, marketing, just, just to understand how to run a successful business. And a lot of the advice, like there's so many different things, like post this many times a week, or you need to show up on all these different platforms. And there's just so many um, conflicting and advice. Of course, everything is good. And I think everything works for certain people. But for me, I've had like analysis paralysis, basically, where I'm just like researching all these different things and how I can show up and how to uh, get my message across and how to um, attract my ideal clients and make an impact and all these different things. However, I was just feeling so overwhelmed. And like, I just, (laughs) you, you guys have noticed, and I've talked about this, like, I'll show up and I'll continue to push and I'll continue to push for a while. And then eventually I just get completely overwhelmed and I just don't want to do anything. And I just am like, this cycle has to stop. Like what is going on? I need to figure out what is continuing me going into this path. So anyways, I was listening to this podcast episode um, <clears throat> by DL Sharon and I it was like a two-part episode. So I had actually listened to the first part of it while I was like doing dishes or whatever. And I had listened to it all the way through. And all I could hear from that was the different marketing tips and working on your beliefs um, around money and like all this stuff. Like it just kind of was in the background. But then um, after I kind of had said that prayer and stuff like that, like that night before, um, that Monday, the second part of the podcast episode had came up. And so I was listening to it. But this time it was different. I'm like, wait, hold up. There was a coach on there. Um, Her name is Catherine and I am blanking on her last name right now, but I'll leave link the information and stuff like that. But she is a coach who works with highly sensitive people. And I'm like, wait, what? What is highly sensitive people? And she starts diving into it a little bit more and and talks about how it's it's a personality trait. So just like we have all kinds of personality traits from, you can be funny, you can be compassionate, you can be um, caring. Like there's so many different traits that we all have, but this is a personality trait where only 20% of the population have this. So that means that there are 80% of the world is not highly sensitive. And so I'm going to kind of share some of the facts and stuff. So I heard this podcast and I'm like, wait, hold up. And everything was just like hitting me. Like, that's me. Like, that's me. Like I totally can relate to it. And for the first time I felt so seen and understood. And so that got me into this whole digging and learning into, okay, what is a highly sensitive person? Because I've always learned and grew up. It was that like, if you're sensitive, like you need to stop crying. Like you're just too emotional, like all these different things. And it was always considered like a bad thing, right? And so I am very, very emotional, but I've always felt like I had to keep it into a box, which essentially is like a ticking time bomb because I realized, and I'll share more information that it's a superpower, it's a strength. And I have been using it as a weakness or that's something that is not good, right? And so the fact that there's 20% of the population have this and I had no idea this was even 
a trait or something that was even out there in this world and that there's people who are similar to this. I'm like, how many other people are going through life feeling the way that I have been feeling all throughout their entire life and the type of uh, clarity and just now knowledge that I have about this topic is like, wow, I just feel so much like better and just like confident. And I needed to share this with you guys because this is now affecting how I'm going to be showing up and just understanding what I need personally as an individual who is highly sensitive. And I want to talk about what highly sensitive people actually mean, because I think the world, and again, we'll talk about like the numbers and like how 20% of people are highly sensitive. So that means that the majority of the world, they don't understand what it feels like. And so what highly sensitive is, it's also another term called sensory processing sensitivity. So it's a temperamental or personality trait involving an increased sensitivity of the central nervous system and a deeper cognitive processing of physical, social, and emotional stimuli. So basically what that means in a watered down version is essentially you feel a lot. You feel the world deeply. You feel your like your nervous system is literally cranked up higher than 80% of the world. And that, when I heard that, I'm like, oh my God, it makes so much sense. Like, I kid you not, my husband knows this, like a lot of people know this, like I sweat a lot and it can be in like the smallest situation. It doesn't matter if I'm hot or if I'm cold. And I've always thought it was just because I had anxiety or whatever, that that was the reason why I was always just so like anxious. But now that I see is that no, my nervous system is actually like biologically wired different than the rest of the world. So what that means is that like I, my state of being and people who are highly sensitive, their state of being, of being in flight or fight is significantly higher than most people. And so people can be highly sensitive to like smells. They can be highly sensitive to light. Um, you can be highly sensitive to just like environments. You could also take on people's energy. So a lot of people are highly sensitive. They could be considered empaths as well. Um, and so a lot of different things of that. So like I said, and the doctor who actually coined this is Dr. Elaine um, Aaron, and she coined this back like 30 years ago. I'll link all the information that I have found and research that to help support this. So you guys can do some information on your own to see if this is something that resonates with you. So some of the facts and the things that I'm saying, this is just information that I have researched and that I want to share with you guys. So um, it says 20% of the population. So either way, highly sensitive people often feel like they are rare or alone perhaps because our culture does not value sensitivity and tells us to hide our sensitive side. Some people are low sensitive, some people are high sensitive, and the majority of people fall somewhere in the middle. So growing up, you know, a lot of people, and this is what it says as well, so high sensitivity is often mislabeled. You may have been called shy or anxious, or perhaps it was, hold on, someone's going by. Okay. High sensitivity is often mislabeled. You may have been called shy or anxious, or perhaps it was implied that something was wrong with you. Similarly, 
many HSPs, so that's also a short version of it, highly sensitive people, HSPs, are labeled as introverts because introverts and HSPs share many characteristics, such as needing lots of downtime. However, 30% of 30% of HSPs are actually extroverts. So again, <laughs> that relates to me again so well because I am somewhat of like an introvert, but I've always thought I was more of an introvert because I do need so much downtime. But like a lot of people, like my sister for one example, she's always like, you're an extrovert. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. But now that I'm looking at this, I'm like, okay, I am an extrovert, but I actually have high sensitivity though. So I still need that downtime and this all, and I'll explain how this like, really, this guy is just on his ATV, just going up and down the alleyway. So if you guys hear that in the background, I'm so sorry. Like I was going to say, it will explain like why I've been feeling the way that I've been feeling. So for like my whole entire life. And so when I first heard about it, I looked up, okay, what are some signs that you might be highly, a highly sensitive person? One, you have been called oversensitive. Two, you are easily overwhelmed by your senses. Three, you are easily upset by violence in the media. Four, you avoid stressful situations. Five, you are overwhelmed by crowds. Six, you identify as deeply emotional. Seven, you are called shy as a child. Eight, you are overwhelmed by tasks. Nine, you are attuned to nuances. Ten, you are sensitive to pain. Eleven, you are considered thoughtful. And twelve, you work hard to please others. So like pretty much I hit all those. And if you guys hit the majority of these as well, these are some of the signs that you might be. And I actually later on, like this weekend, I did like a little quiz just to see. And it literally said like, there's like, a, there's a, a range, like with anything, you can be low sensitive or mild or like highly sensitive, like super, super high. And this assessment or whatever that I did said that I am literally says super duper highly sensitive. Like, cause I mark, I, I hit a lot of those other of the signs of it. And now the thing is, is growing up, if you think about it, this world has 80% of the people who are not highly sensitive. So yeah, growing up, you probably have heard, don't be a crybaby. Oh, why are you looking so into this? Why are you so upset? Like, why is that affecting you? Or you know, just making it feel like it was a wrong thing or a bad thing. When in reality, the world needs people who are highly sensitive. They need people who can feel out the nuances that are going on in the room. And that's something I'm like, as I look through all these, I'm like, yes, I've definitely been called oversensitive. People always been like, you know, get your, like your deep ass, like all this stuff. Cause I'm very, a very deep thinker and I've always gone into depth. And so in life and in world, I felt, I always feel very uncomfortable in some situations because a lot of conversations, conversations can be so surface level. And, um, for me now that I see, like, there's nothing wrong with me. I've always just then go into this, like this conversation in my head of 
I'm not good enough. Like, what am I doing? Like, why am I thinking so deeply into this? Like, no one else is thinking this. Chanel, you're stupid. Like all these different things that like I'm have been telling myself for years instead of owning it. I can notice that the person in the room is having a difficult conversation with somebody else and it's like not going the right way. Or if other people are very happy, like that's the thing with highly sensitivity. Like you are just sensitive to all the emotions. Like, so when you're upset, you can be extremely upset. When you're sad, extremely sad. When you're happy, extremely happy. Like that is very, very much so me. And I just didn't realize that this was even a thing. And so I'm like, I need to share this because when you realize that you are, excuse me, but I mean, crazy, like that's literally how I felt. Like I have just been so, I'm like disconnected from everyone and just like so misunderstood a lot of time with HSPs is that like you can be in a room and in a conversation, see things going on, but other people aren't noticing that. And so everything weighs a lot heavier on you because you're noticing all like the person giving that person the side eye or this and that. And you take on those emotions um, as if they're your own. And so I've been now learning what are the things that I can do now to help it? And so the biggest thing with, um, people who are highly sensitive is that we need a ton of downtime. And that's why I thought I was an introvert. You know what I mean? And so knowledge is power, you guys. Like, and that's where I'm on in my thirties is I'm learning about myself. I am learning who I am. So that way I can show up as my most authentic self, because when you feel like, oh, I'm oversensitive. Oh, I'm shy. And the whole entire world tells you that it's a bad thing you start to shrink. You feel like you can't really stand in that power. But now that I know, like, hold up, this is, it's, I'm just different. I'm wired different. I I feel extremely a lot. Like I feel, you know what I mean? I feel deeply and there's nothing wrong with feeling deeply. I can be very, very compassionate and actually have been looking at like different careers and different paths for people who are highly sensitive. And it's funny one of the things is coaching and also therapy because we can feel very deeply and have a lot of empathy for the people that we talk to. Um, and so a lot of times is that we can also take on a lot of people's energies because we just have this innate sense to help and to, you know, understand how the other person is feeling. And so that has been another thing for me is that I've been taking on so much energy and not even protecting and guarding my own. And so, um, yeah, and how that has shown up in like business. So with that, there's like, you know, people are highly sensitive. So again, overwhelm, having a lot of tasks. And so as I've been researching this past week and this past weekend and everything like that, I've just been coming across different people who are sharing their stories and sharing their journeys and everything. I'm just like, it just makes so much sense. Like I can look back in my past of things that have happened or that have occurred and just how I felt in those situations and now be like, okay, that makes so much sense. Like now I just need to nurture and listen to my body um, when those feelings come up. And the thing is, is like, like I said, going back to the nervous system, it's the central core of who you are. Your nervous system kind of tells you whether you're going to like get out of dodge, like flight or fight. Like it's just, it's found in, I think I was looking up, it's found in like over a hundred different species. Like you probably know an animal or a pet that is highly sensitive. You know what I mean? To sound, to anything. So think of it like that way. People can be 
20% of the people are like that as well. And so as I've been uncovering and discovering and learning more about this and seeing how and learning how I can use this as a strength and as a superpower and as something that I can bring to the table versus something that is a negative thing, because it's totally not, um, is that all these information, all the things that I've been researching uh, about business and all that, it is geared towards 80% of the population, you know, showing up X amount of times during, during the week and this many times, do this, do that, da, 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 da. It's for people who are not highly sensitive. I am very sensitive. So I, and that's why, and like you can do, we have these types of like coping mechanisms. If you are highly sensitive, then you can be a pusher, which is what I do. You can like push, push, push. And like, regardless of how you feel, you just show up. And then eventually you crash and you burn um, and you feel overwhelmed and just like, you can't do anything. That's exactly the cycle that I go in. Other people just like completely don't even do anything or you do like a combination of both. Like you push, it's like a gas break. It's like this constant thing. And that's why consistency is a struggle for me. And so understanding that now and that like, it's okay. You know, 80% of the people, they can do that. They can totally do it. And I respect them for being able to um, show up in that manner. However, understanding now, like the small portion of people in the world who we need a lot more downtime, we literally need time to just calm our nervous system because it's always so fired up. And that goes back to explaining like why I've always been such an excessive sweater because my nervous system is on 100 all day long. And I never stop to just like breathe. And like, I do meditations and things like that. And I have my stillness and my moments, but like not as much as I need it actually. You know what I mean? I've been doing it based upon what the 80% of the world can cope and do it with. Like I need more of that time and to be able to do things with just a little bit more of that heart center versus just kind of going through the motions. And that's also why a lot of times people who are highly sensitive, they are attracted to the entrepreneurial track, their track, they're attracted to uh, starting a business for themselves or things like that, because we do things differently, you know? And so a lot of spaces in the corporate world, it can be extremely competitive, extremely cutthroat, extremely that. And like, we feel all that emotions of everything. And so it can actually be tough to be in those types of environments, which again is a aha, no dush. No, that's why you were struggling in a lot of those environments. And because 12 or another thing is you work hard to please others. So even though like you feel this way as a highly sensitive person, you just want to make others feel good. You never want that negative, like, all those those feelings that overwhelm right and so understanding that now has totally shifted my business and like how I show up so I'm going to have off days like I need to have off days like the weekends just like a business just like you know some companies they're open Monday through Friday and then the weekends are closed like I'm not saying I might not pop up but now I don't have that pressure like I've been 
looking into from everybody else, every other guru, every other coach, any other marketing person telling me like, you need to show up every single day in order to be successful. Like, yeah, but that works for you, but that's not going to work for me. And obviously my body is telling me that because I don't want to show up and it doesn't feel good. I feels different. Like it doesn't feel right. And if it doesn't feel right, then that's the beliefs that I'm going to go into it behind with that is that this doesn't feel right. This isn't good. People aren't going to like resonate, like all these negative feelings because I'm not in alignment with what I want. Also something that is hilarious is with all of my research and things that I've been looking up, a lot of things are saying that highly sensitive people are very in tune with like the, like with what is going on in the world and what you know, little things like we're over here noticing the tree. We're noticing that person sneezing. We're noticing that person looking at their phone. We're noticing this and that and that, like all these different things, but like everything was saying how in tune you were. And I'm like, okay, God, you are hilarious because that was what I want. My company is called in tune living. And how funny is that? Because like, I literally prayed to him, like, please just show me a light. Just give me a sign that like, I'm on the right track or just like, why do I feel this way? And now I understand. And that's what a miracle is. A miracle is a change in perspective. A lot of times people think like a miracle is like a big old, like a whole bunch of money just falls from the sky. Like, yes, that's a miracle too. <laughs> but miracles are just when you change the way that you think and you can move in a different path, like making a decision from doing good and bad, like that is where the miracle is. And so I'm just so thankful to God that like he listened. I mean, he always listens, but like that I had faith and trust that like he would show the way. And like the fact that it came in to show me like, hey, I set you apart, honey. Like you're not like everybody else. You're different. You're a little bit different from everybody and that's okay. These are your strengths. Like, this is what I want you to do. Like in this world, we need people who are advisors who can feel like I was listening to a podcast and this uh, guy was talking about how, well, it's a woman. She was saying how like one of her colleagues, they would have meetings in the company and like he would go throughout the meetings. And then after the meeting, he would have a meeting with this individual afterwards and be like, okay, what did I miss? Because this person would pick up on all the different like body languages and everything that was going on. And so he was able to like incorporate that because I, now that I noticed, like, now that I'm aware of this, I'm like, it makes so many sense with like stupid fights that me and Brandon have gotten in me and stupid fights with other people. And just like, you know, getting upset or taking things more personally um, than what is face value of what a person is saying, because I feel it even deeper. And like, um, like an example is like highly sensitive people. You might say a comment or something like that, that, like a random person on the street might say something. And that person will literally ruminate over that comment for like the next month. You know what I mean? Like normal people would probably not normal. There's nobody is normal, but 80% of the population would probably not even think twice about that. And so that makes so much sense. And so why like the world has is not set up for people who are highly sensitive because we're told you're a crybaby. We're told that you're weak. We're told that you're this and this, you're that. So yeah, we're going to show and we're going to feel uncomfortable out of alignment. And so that's why I'm like, I need to share this so people can stand in their power because I'm going to stand in my power. And speaking of, um, I want to share with you guys, like some of the advantages of being highly sensitive because the world tells us that it's a bad thing and it is not. And so hopefully 
just like how it has like shifted my perspective in terms of how I show up and who I am and what I need. Um, this has definitely helped me. So some of the advantages are depth of experiences and feeling, strong self-awareness, increased empathy, intuitive nurturing, nurturing skills, masters of self-care, appreciative of small things, finding beauty in both sadness and joy, knack for forming close relationships. So those are huge, huge advantages that we can bring into this world. Like being able to be nurturing, that's why we are the people that a lot of people come to for they can just pour themselves into us because we're able to really nurture them and take on and listen to what they are saying. So that's where we have to also get better with our boundaries. Um, and that's <clears throat> something that I've noticed is when you are highly sensitive, if you are feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling exhausted, you're feeling just like bleh, all the time, which is how I've been feeling. You're feeling tired. That's another thing too. That means you are not saying no enough. It's okay to not take it all in, but we have this natural ability to want to do that. And so and that's something that I'm going to be working on, working on it with myself to be able to continue to create that space and that boundary to be able to really serve and to really give in the best of my abilities. So with that being said, some of, I just want to leave you guys here with um, a couple of things that are actually going to be helpful for you guys. If you are highly sensitive like I said, I'll leave some research and everything like that, that I have and just look it up and let's have a conversation because I need my other people out there. Cause I don't know, I've always been feeling like the oddball out my entire life and now I don't, and it makes sense. And now I can actually use that to my advantage to be able to really understand what's going on around me, but also to take that time for me, which leads me to what you can do as a highly sensitive person to cope in this world because let's be honest like I'm not going to hide in a bubble I'm not going to not go out and do things I mean but I am going to listen to what I need at the same time so with that being said for highly sensitive people what we need is we need a lot more downtime we need a little bit more time to ourselves quiet so some of the things that like even just right away that I've been incorporating has been a lot more meditation and just taking some moments to just be still. And one practice and something that you quickly do for people who are highly sensitive or, you know, just anybody in general is when you're feeling that anxious feeling is practicing your breathing. So one technique is you breathe in for four seconds, you hold for two, and then you exhale for seven seconds. And so what that does, and you can do this for a round of like at least five times. Um, what that does is that it tricks your brain into thinking like, hold up, like I'm not in danger. I don't, you don't need to, you can like calm down the alarms because that's what's happening is your nervous system is thinking like, I need to either get out of here. I need to fight. I need to protect myself. Like I need to do all these things. And it doesn't realize that you're literally just watching like a scary movie or something like that, you know? So, or having a difficult conversation or not, like we just are highly sensitive. So it could be even in if you're highly sensitive to light or something like that, being in a bright spot, if you're highly sensitive to a lot of people, crowds, that can just boost your nervous system. So what it does is it tricks your brain into realizing like, hold up, 
this isn't normal breathing. Like I'm safe. I'm in a good space right now. I don't need to be over like in flight or flight, you know? So when you practice that, it calms your brain down. And so that's something that I have been doing even in the past like few days. And it has significantly changed like my mood and just how I react to things. And I just feel so much calmer. So that's one thing really, really taking that time. And like, it's important. Like it's almost like a non-negotiable. Like if you want to be able to not feel overwhelmed and burnt out all the time, like this is important for people who are highly sensitive. We need to take this time for our breath to get in tune, to get grounded, um, in order to move forward. And so another thing as well is when it comes to my business personally is setting out certain days where I do certain things. So like I said, you'll have to research this as well yourself, but they suggest like having at least two hours a day. And people are like, I I can't find the time. I can't find the time. Oh, you'll find the time. Because the thing is, is that if you take the time to actually have that downtime and I'm saying not scrolling through Instagram like reading you can like something where you are less stimulated so reading a book is fine or going on walks like that's I've always had this like I love doing it but now I realize why is and I'm going to do it even more is getting out in nature where you're just it's no let's the least stimulation, like you can feel the air, you can do all this stuff, like you're just connected and doing that however many times. So like, for example, when it comes to planning out your days, and that's another thing for me, like I'm such a planner, like I like to get things done. And that's the thing is I've been doing it all wrong for what my body needs and no duh why I feel the way that I do and why I haven't been successful. And so now being able to carve in those times throughout the day um, where I can do that. So for example, now what I'm going to be incorporating is like one day or a couple of days a week is in my business. So for example, creating content that takes a lot of my energy. I love doing it, but it definitely takes a lot of my energy. And before I was kind of doing it when, and whenever I felt I could do it. And so it wasn't really flowing and like helping me thrive. Right. And so picking those certain days where I know, okay, that's where my energy is going to go. And maybe the next day, literally, I don't focus on anything. I just focus on, you know, spending time with Luca and just doing the things that I love so that I can fill my cup back up. And then, you know what I mean? Just kind of breaking it out throughout that. And so like the days where I am working in my business, and I heard this from another uh, coach, um, I'll have to link her information as well. Yeah. And she works with highly sensitive um, entrepreneurs and talks about uh, deciding when you're going to be in your business, when you're going to be on working on your business and when you're working, when you're off your business, like not even thinking about it at all. So then you have that balance throughout your week. So then your cup is always going to be filled because again, we need that downtime and learning how to just say no to certain things as well is really, really important. So Yeah, I want to share that with you guys because like one of the biggest things that I noticed too is it's 20% of the population are highly sensitive, but a lot of the information that I was finding and coming across was from white women. No disrespect or anything like that, but that means that there are so many other cultures and, you know, women of color, men, and that's the thing too, it 
it's it's not biased about genders either and so men actually have a lot more difficult time with this too because our society toughen up don't be a crybaby you got to be a tough guy like all these different things when there are men who are highly sensitive and so they're just like oh it breaks my heart to really think about that um and so I want to break and open up this dialogue and make sure that like people don't feel alone and that it's totally okay to feel this way and you can actually use this as your superpower and so like I said that's the biggest thing that I noticed is I didn't hear any other black women I mean I I did I definitely found them I'm like where are my black women who are like me like where are you I definitely found them but I don't hear and haven't seen a lot of people actually sharing and talking about this trait and like I said it's a trait it's not a disorder or anything like that it's literally a trait you can be funny and you can also be highly sensitive like it's just like that and I want people to know like you're not alone I have felt alone like my entire life And with this information and with this knowledge of realizing like this world, 80% is created. It's bigger, lighter, bigger, brighter. Like it's all, that's what this world is about. And so for someone who is, you know, highly sensitive to things, like we feel like the outcasts, we feel like people don't get it. And so sometimes, and this is so true, like this happens to me all the time where I'm like, I want to share more, but I'm like, I don't think they're going to understand. Like it's, it, it goes too deep or people will tell me you're thinking too far into this or this and that what I'm really am not like, you know what I mean? So I have a really difficult time with, with not being heard or being understood. And so I'm really working on that. And at the end of the day, it comes down to, and that's why I'm in therapy is that it's me having a relationship with me and how to manage these emotions and feelings and not even really manage, I would say, because that's another thing is now that I know that I'm highly sensitive, like I'm the person I will always cry on a happy commercial, a sad commercial. Like I feel everything. If I see the cutest little girl or like little boy, like doing anything cute or like just anything like that. That's just like, if it tugs at your tugs, if it tugs at your heartstrings and you kind of want to cry, like I'm definitely going to cry. Like but before I used to hold it in. I'm like, I can't cry. I can't cry. Like I can't be weak. I can't be this. But now that I know that, oh, I'm about to let it out because when you hold that stuff in, it's only a matter of time if we are going to explode. In my whole entire life, I've been holding in a way and a version of who I am because I felt like it wasn't okay. I felt like it wasn't allowed to be sensitive. I felt like it was a negative thing to feel what was going on. I thought I was crazy that nobody noticed that other person talking underneath their breath about that other person, like all these different things. And just being so aware of like my surroundings. And that I used to always say that, like, I'm just aware of my surroundings, all these bits and pieces. I'm like, thank you, God. Now I can just like, I understand myself a little bit better. Just like if you didn't know what an introvert versus an extrovert is and you looked it up and you researched you're like oh okay that makes sense that's how I feel with this trait of being highly sensitive is like oh my god it makes so much sense now and now I can show up in this world as me like this is who I am this is what you're going to get but I'm going to feel all the emotions deeply and that's a beautiful beautiful thing because 80% of the population can't do that and I can so I'm going to consider that as a unique gift from God. And I'm so thankful and appreciative. And I just can't wait to use that 
and really pour into that even more into my business. Now that I realize it's not a crutch, it's not a bad thing to cry, to be a deep listener, to be a deep thinker, you know, to be a deep feeler, you know, to be really good with language. These are all really good strengths of being highly sensitive, you know? So if you're highly sensitive, this related to to you guys at all, please message me, DM me. Let's have a conversation because I need to know if this is like, oh, nope, Chanel, it's just you. Even if it is, I, it doesn't even matter because this feels like my truth and it feels good and this is my truth and I'm going to share it. And that is why I had to record this podcast episode. I was just feeling, again, uninspired. I didn't know what to share. And then, this came up and I've just been like, wow, this is what inspiration means. This is what all the um, marketing gurus and coaches and all these people that I've been listening to have been talking about is take inspired action. Like, but now I'm like, okay, this feels right. This feels like inspired action that I just had to share with you guys. So I hope this resonated. If it did, leave me a message. Um, send me a DM. Let's have some conversations because I want to know who else out there is highly sensitive because you guys, it's okay. We are not alone. It's a good thing. It's a gift. It's truly a gift. So thank you all so much for listening. I will talk to you all soon. And yeah, let me know if this resonated. Otherwise, have a great rest of your day and we'll talk soon.